up, everyone, and welcome back to Eight at the Table. Today we have some great topics, and I just want to start by introducing our wonderful guest, Ayana. Peace, family. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, of course, Aaron with us. Hey, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to jump right into it because I know you guys are ready to, for us to get right into it. The wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. One thing. Can we get your info and your spiel yeah, and we all of that? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, you know, Ayana, we have you here today. Let's mm -hmm. tell the people, you know, what it is that's so special about you and, you know, why we chose you as our guest. <laughs> well, I'm a social media influencer. I'm an activist. I have an organization in Houston that does work for the people. Um, I make devices that absorb EMF radiation. Um, so I'm all about energy and I care about my people. I consider myself a black familyist. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about what's best for the black family. Absolutely. Where can they find you? Um, my Instagram is the goddess Ayana. Uh, my, uh, my YouTube is goddess Ayana and my TikTok is goddess Ayana, but with one S and I'm working on it. <laughs> um, and my website is godpiece.com, G-O-D-P-I-E-C-E.com. I love it. Great. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> I got all the Wait, are you on TikTok? Uh-huh, I am on TikTok. Give it tick Did you give you a TikTok too? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. All right. Mm -hmm. We want to hit, hit all the bases. Yeah, like you got it. a lot of things under your belt. I like it. I'm really already like so intrigued. I'm really ready to tap in and um <laughs> get some information from you cuz that's like, you know, mm -hmm. I want to work on my little, you know, my black goddess peace stuff. Righteous. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um today our topic is going to be why men feel like we don't care about their emotions? We as in women or we as in society? Women, but really it is society if you ask me. Great. Thank but, you. You know, they want to know why women don't care about their emotions, supposedly. <laughs> so, you know, I personally think that um, we do care about your emotions. I think we care too much sometimes, but you choose when you care to pay attention to it. So it's not until a woman decides she's stepping back a little bit when a man decides, all right, now I need it. Because we can pour into a man. We can always give our all. But, you know, sometimes you do something for someone and they don't recognize how much energy you're putting into it and they're never grateful for it. They never um, really receive it the way you would like them to. And so once you stop giving that energy mm -hmm. and you stop pouring in, that's when they're when the desire is there for it. And that's when they're just like, you know, they're starting to feel it. They're starting to feel the difference. So I think sometimes men are just emotionally detached. And then it comes to a point when we step back and now they have to reevaluate the situation and they want it back. So I think that's what may happen in some cases. Again, I don't have all the answers, but I think that a lot of times that's the situation when it comes to how we handle men's emotions. Because it's like now that I've detached myself, I'm not really feeling you. So mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever you're feeling now, I can't really cater to your feelings the way I once would have. Right. And I think um, um, moods and emotions and levels of love change throughout the span of a relationship. And I think that's just something that, you know, can be worked on. But at the same time, I don't think it's just that your feelings aren't just aren't. Um, valid. You know, yeah, I don't think they're not valid. I think that you probably missed it when they were more valid. <laughs> so. I feel like a lot of women these days in this time, especially on social media, um, give off an energy like I'm only going to care about your emotions to the point they, that they affect mine. And so I think that a lot of men feel like women don't really consider their emotions beyond how um, it affects them, beyond the convenience of it. So if, if he's not happy with you, you know, sometimes... Yeah, well, and he's in a mood that ain't got nothing to do with me and you going on about your business. But I don't think that's all women. And I think that 
it speaks to the quality of women that a lot of men deal with, choose to deal with, women that are natural nurturers, women that um, have balanced, uh, you know, energies, period, you know, mental, physical, emotional. I think those women are always going to care about you um, as long as the relationship is healthy and that there are, you know, there's a goal in the relationship. But I see I see why men think that. But I think that the reality is it's based on the quality of woman that you choose. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think I think you have an excellent point because and I've said this before, a lot of times men and women, but we're talking about men here, we go after people who are not good for us. Mm-hmm. You can't see someone and aesthetically like what you see um, and be attracted to that. Mm-hmm. And you know this is a this is a bullshit person. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care about, you know, how your day is going. They don't care if you're healthy. Don't They don't care about anything else. But then you want to turn around and complain. Yeah. You knew this person. You knew exactly who they were. Mm-hmm. But now you're crying about it when you could have just avoided this person. No, but you wanted to just be about the aesthetic and not what's really important. You have to care about your feelings in order in order for it to be made important so that someone else cares about it. In in my opinion, you know, you you attract what you you attract. I care about myself. So therefore, I want to attract someone who's going to care about me and take care of me the way that I take care of myself. I'm not going to accept anything lower than that. And that's why I go back to women setting the standards for the relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you treat me in a way that 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 I can respect or if you treat me in a way where I feel like I matter to you, then you're going to get the same thing in in return or better. (laughs) You're probably tenfold better. It's going to be better. So um, I think you're right. The aesthetic like you you. People are giving their energy to to the wrong things and um, can't find success in that. <laughs> so you know, you know what else that we can't can't not talk about how society mm-hmm. because because I do I will agree that I don't think that we don't feel or like generally women don't feel that um, men's feelings and emotions or whatever are valid and, and important, but I do think society puts it in all of us mm-hmm. to sort of think that way. Mm-hmm. You know, men think about it. Strong. Yeah, exactly. Men have to be strong. Men can't show emotions. Men can't show feelings. Men can't cry X, Y, and Z. Think about it. When your mom, you know, when you fail and hurt yourself, what'd your mom say when you were a little kid to a little boy? Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Yep. <laughs> get, get up. Quit crying. Mm-hmm. Wipe your face. Mm-hmm. Boy, little boys don't cry. Little girls get coddled. Exactly. When a little girl falls, you know, they're going to coddle her. Let's let's fix your your, your boo-boo. Let's put a band. You want some band-aid? You know, like it, it's very different. And I think that because so many of us are socialized like that, we perpetuate it, you know. I do not. This is going to be a lot of people are not going to like this, but I don't think anything is wrong with that. Yes, I want my man strong. Yes, I want him to be able to fall and take a boo-boo. And and yes, I want my woman to be more, uh, you know, like soft a nurturer nature. and a soft. You know, I want the, the woman should be that way. And I think that because so many people, I don't know what's happening now. Like everything is just being accepted. Like there is no like <laughs> black and white. There needs to be black and white. A man needs to be a man, a strong man. <laughs> and a woman needs to be the the soft nurturer and that's how I feel and I feel bad because of the times that we're in so it kind of feels wrong me saying this but I think that's why we were made the way we are I say Mm -hmm. it all the time I want my man to be my hero the man I look up to the man I'm just like Mm -hmm. protector I love it that's like fairy tale shit but it is what it is you Mm have you were made with the muscles but how do we balance how do we balance that I think that's more so the question that's why you find a woman 
You Who find that one you. woman or the two women right. or whatever you're into, because I don't, I'm not against poly at all. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love it. But you find those people that you can be that person, that person with. Yeah. I can put put my guard down <clears> with <throat> these people, but when I enter into the world. I'm a strong man and I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect my home and I'm going to make sure that, you know, like, you know, even when a man is in the, in a corporate, a building or if he's running a big establishment or whatever, Mm -hmm. you, that's what a king is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But here's my thing. A lot of men don't even recognize their emotions themselves and they want to be, want somebody to recognize and cuddle their emotions and things. But if you're not recognizing it within yourself, if you're not understanding what's going on with you, um, how can I understand? Very a lot true. of men don't want to tell you. You can you can sit there and clearly see something is wrong. What's mm-hmm. wrong? What's wrong? And you can ask in so many ways, but it's it's I'm good. I'm fine. I'm yep. fine. Well, how can I care for your emotions if you don't express them to me? Mm-hmm. How can I care for your emotions if you won't help me understand what you're going through? And I think a lot of women have that problem more so than just mm-hmm. the not caring about a man's emotions. Is well, when I try to care, when I try to understand, you don't want to talk to me. It's not until we have a blow up conversation, yeah. we have a blowout argument that oh now is you want me to. To address your emotions but why wouldn't you allow me to address it before we got to a point right. where we're arguing with each other yes and now everyone has a wall and everybody's yeah. like mm-hmm. standoffish defensive and, so, yes. and just not in the even a, in a mental space to even have a a an ineffective conversation mm-hmm. i'm telling you like i tell i've been telling you guys recently i've been doing some therapy <laughs> i've been doing some therapy and i've learned a lot about myself but i've also learned you know like we always talk about communication but Oh, my man used to do this to me all the time. He just, I know when my man has an attitude. Mm. Oh, my God. I know when I did something wrong. Because I instantly shrivel up like, I done did something. What did I do? I started looking at my phone. <laughs> I started looking around like, God damn it. Dude, message me. Like, anything. Mm. You know, I get uncomfortable. So, you know, I had to start telling him, listen, you dragged this shit out long, too long. Because mm. <laughs> I never get to the bottom of it until I get so mm. angry where I'm just like, you need to tell me what's the problem, you know? Mm. Yeah, right. So now that's an unhealthy way of communication. And we have, now we're at a place where all right if something's bothering you you got 10 minutes (laughs) Mm -hmm. let it out Mm -hmm. i'm gonna come see where you're coming from i want you to try to understand where i'm coming from let's fix it right then and there because it's not even worth it most of the times but you a man needs to find a woman where he's comfortable enough to say this is my problem and not feel like he's being too emotional or too like you know too soft no this is i'm your partner this is what I'm here for. You need to be able to communicate with me and only me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you can't communicate with anybody else, you need to be able to let your guard down with me and know that mm-hmm. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to, I won't tell your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alicia Keys moment. Like, you can be my diary. And that's, I think that's very important. But where do you think that comes from? You know, and because I don't, yes, we say society plays a part in it, but where does it come from that men don't ever feel comfortable sharing their emotions or their feelings with, with their partner, with their mother? Um, they may only share with like their closest best friend, it's a defense you know, mechanism. Yeah. I think it's a survival mm-hmm. mode. I think mm-hmm. it's a, because once you start sharing too much, that's when you start losing or something. Sometimes like you start, you know, like things a, start coming at you. I think that's really what happens. And then, you know, you tell one person something and the next person is like, <laughs> it's like a, 
what's that game? Telephone. You tell somebody <laughs> something and it keeps going and then it comes back as something that didn't happen. That can yeah. affect you at work. That can affect you at home. It can affect you in so many different ways. You know, I think that that's just a way for a man to maneuver sometimes just by not saying too much, not doing too much, not giving too much because more than en- more than anything starts at home. You start acting like a baby. Your mom's going to be like, you don't do that. You don't act like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, all right, I don't want to get in trouble for being overly emotional. So right. let me just hold it down, hold it in and not share too much because that's just like going to cause issues. So now it's like you've done it for so long, you don't even realize it. You can't mm-hmm. even stop doing it. You're just That's true. You just kind of trained yeah, and you fall into it. Yeah. I feel like it's like the fear of vulnerability with a lot of men. And and I think just a lot of us grew up where our vulnerabilities were um, attacked maybe in school, teed, we were teased. And so over time, we're, we're very selective about who we open up to. And it's also a fear of love. I think for some reason in society, there, there's this huge push to not love and n- no love. What's that song? Um, uh, no Love by um, that oh, yeah. one guy. Um August, August Alcina, Alcina. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, so that there's this huge push not to love, and you you might be soft if you love your woman too much, or you're you know it's 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 a lot of outside energies also at play with um our relationships, our internal relationships. Huh? Ooh, I got another one too, right? Wait, wait, hold on. It's with the women. Before you say that, I I have to bring this up. So. We're talking about men and we should appreciate their emotions and, and, and be able to talk through stuff and, you know, identify when something's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. But what about just legitimately emotional men? Yeah. Come on now. You can't just be crying all the time. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can't be crying all the time. You can't want just, just like a man doesn't want to deal with an overly emotional woman. Women do not want to deal with overly emotional men. You can't be. You, you can't have to be peeled off the floor every day because because something happened at work. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like you bringing that energy home. Yeah. I gotta deal with it. Like I'm not in the mood for this. Go, go work out or right. something. Like you, know? you need to go in the bathroom and yeah. you need some lotion. <laughs> Seriously, you know. When you're done, <laughs> because listen, I'm not dealing with that. I can't stand that either because I'm just like I. It's in a way in a bat in a way it's kind of bad, but I just rather just. You know, let's deal with it later. Let's just have a good time right now. But, you know, some things have to be talked about. But I do want to bring up a point that I was going to bring up. Um, Some women, (laughs) some men are afraid to be emotional, I think, Mm -hmm. because some women pillow talk. Or, I mean, not pillow talk, but some women, for example. Talk too much? Talk too fucking much. Mm -hmm. So if you got a woman that's coming to you and talking all kinds of shit about her man or her ex or she's cheating on him or whatever, and she's just dogging him. Men usually yeah. take that and run with it. Mm-hmm. And now it's, oh, I don't trust these hoes. Mm-hmm. I don't trust these because you, because that's your man. They're looking at your situation, sis. Mm-hmm. They're looking at, oh, she's talking about the man that take care of her. She's talking about the man who house she live in. She's talking shit about the man who, you know, she lay up with every with. day. Yeah. Um, uh, how I know a woman ain't going to do that to me? So I remember one situation um, where... A guy was like, oh, you know, I used to lay up with with um, other dudes, women all the time. They would answer the phone on FaceTime and this and that. And that really affected him so much that it's like, that's what you talk about all the time. And you think every woman is going to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't even respect that. So you're expecting that from me just because you put me on a pedestal, just because you think I'm a certain way, just because I take pictures on Instagram or whatever the fuck you think about me. But you really have a trust issue because of what other women have did. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes men are afraid to 
uh, open up or talk about things because they feel like the person right behind them could right next to them could be their enemy at the end of the day. And that's awful. That's scary though yeah. too. Cause I'll be damned if I find out my man is talking shit about me to any other woman. Mm-hmm. I'm whooping both y'all asses. Yeah. You talk too fucking much. Yeah. Oh, you think this bitch, you, you got this bitch thinking she like uh-uh. Like, no. So I can understand why how a man could feel when he could, you know, when he's around women who are talking about their man or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And this is I'm this is just regular men, not the overly emotional men. But like, what do you think we women can do to create a safe space for men to comfortably emote? And and like show how they feel and talk about their issues and concerns. Like, wh- what can we do to facilitate a safe space? Date box. <laughs> that, date I agree. Box. That wait a minute. What a box. Yeah, it. yeah. This is gonna be something where this is gonna be something where you can sneak in your questions. You can listen. This is this is all about. It's a feeling for therapy. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Like if, if, if they're not ready for therapy, Daybox can help you. Listen, build a build a road to get to therapy. We as a people have a lot of healing to do. Mm-hmm. It starts somewhere, right? A lot of us don't know that we have a lot of issues that have been passed down from generation to generation to generation we have things we act like our mothers we act like our fathers we have so many things that we that we behaviors that we can't get rid of or mm-hmm. let go it's very important to do like to self-heal or to just you know find ways to make changes for the better and I think like when you're in a relationship and there's something that keeps getting in the way keeps getting in the way I think that you need something to try to I mean to kind of like you know start the healing process mm-hmm. So even with like in relationships, if you feel like you're not great with relationships, you need to get something like this, right? <laughs> this is not this is not the best, you know, I'm not trying to do an ad or anything, but sometimes something as simple as in, as a game yeah. can help you form the words to yep. now ask your your partner certain questions or figure out um a better way to approach certain things that are happening in the relationship or you know, try to find out how your significant other feels in the relationship and how you can help them. And I think that just by simply um, incorporating something like this into your lifestyle is going to help you have a healthier relationship. Yeah. So this is one way. <laughs> For sure. You know, sex isn't always the answer, y'all. Like, I know we always say fuck more, but <laughs> I really don't think that's always the answer. Because, it's just a Band-Aid. Yeah. It, I will say this. Like, I, I believe that it's very isolating when you're in a relationship or a marriage or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't have those conversations mm-hmm. with your partner. Right. You know, so you're having these conversations, you're working through your stuff and talking about your stuff, mm-hmm. but you don't get that in return. Exactly. And I think it makes you feel very, um, what's the word? Alone. It can make you feel very isolated and alone in a relationship or in a marriage. Right. You know, so, I mean, we have to really figure out ways to to create a safe space. You know, a lot of people are saying that take away the podcast, all these people podcasts, all they're doing is crying on the internet, you know, which many of you are. <laughs> but I, there's a lot of validity yeah. to that statement and men being able to talk and hash it out and have a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, imp- it's important. Yeah, it is. What do you think? 
<laughs> I think that ultimately, I think that we all should do better about understanding our emotions and understanding why we have the certain emotions that we come from. So I think that as a man, if you take better care of your own emotions, you'll find that it you'll have a healthier relationship with your woman. Um, because if you are understanding and you're getting better at expressing yourself, then it'll be easier for her to understand and move how you need her to move um, so that y'all can both be emotionally happy. But I also think that women could... I also believe that women can do a better job about when a man, let's say a man does get really upset and he starts going off. Sometimes it is best for us to, to listen, even if he's, yeah. you know, as long as he's not, you know, cussing you out to just listen to what he's saying. Because sometimes it's those moments when there's these emotional outbursts that he's really trying to tell you how he feels. This is finally he didn't finally got to a point where he can really release it. Listen to him then. Listen to him then. Understand what he's saying then. Then get your little clap back to him. But listen <laughs> to what he's saying and then bring it up later when y'all are calm. Bring up, you know, I heard you say this, this, and this when you were upset with me. I understand you were upset. Maybe you didn't say it in the best way, but I do want to work on that with you. I want to work on that for you, you know? That's hard that. to be like, uh, to, to not get your jabs in when somebody jabbing at you. Oh, but yeah. I love what you're saying, though, because that is a part of the growth that we yeah. need to get mm -hmm. out of there. Mm -hmm. You don't always argue. You don't. It doesn't always have to be an argument. Sometimes... People really just trying to tell you how they feel mm -hmm. and you need to hear it like and try to, OK, decode it a little bit because sometimes yeah. people are being a little, you know, it's hard to comprehend right away. But it's really important to listen when somebody's getting their shit out because one, you know how they feel about you. Two, you can understand where they're coming from. And now, three, you can start working on how we fix it or are we going to work? Exactly. Yeah. Figure that shit out early. Figure it out early because that's crazy because that's literally something that I've been experiencing where I'm just like, sometimes I do got to shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it feels good because now I'm like, oh, okay, well, if I just, you know, it's a quick fix sometimes. Like, it's just easy, you know? And I feel... I think like <laughs> sometimes we don't we think we are ready for change, but we're not. And um, also, I think it's important for men to really know what they want. What is it that there you, you really want in a woman? What is really the issue in your relationship? Do you think that you can express it and fix it? Or do you think that you're holding on to something that you're is not going to work? Because if you can't be um, if you can't say how you feel to the person you're with and mm -hmm. how far is it really going to go you know mm -hmm. now you're going to just That's be real. pretending to be something you're not in a relationship mm -hmm. really figure out what the hell y'all want yeah. <laughs> do you think that we women um and, and you kind of mentioned this earlier just like the way the world is now awake mm -hmm. with social media and all this stuff do you think that oftentimes men believe that women are too masculine yeah mm -hmm. and it doesn't create a an environment where they can you know be free with their emotions or at least talk about it or recognize it um and i i'm saying masculine but i don't even know if that's just the alpha. appropriate yeah. word you know mm -hmm. but just less feminine i guess yeah yeah, yeah. that's real i think that <laughs> that does cause an issue but i honestly feel like the masculine the the rise of masculinity in women and black women is something is two parts it's something that we have to work on and it's something our men have to work on our men have to work on their level of masculinity to make us feel safe being soft submissive <laughs> I know men don't like to hear people say that, but that's the reality. I've seen I've seen very com combative women, like women, and they get around men that are are very healthy, masculine, and they put, you know they say hey hey hey, and they be like mm -mm -mm. Okay. 
be you right. You know what I mean? It's okay. that, let me shut up. <laughs> we, we like, you know, most women like when their man puts their foot down a little bit, that little turn me on a little bit. But it. but yeah, so I, you know, as far as the masculinity thing, that I, like I said, I think that's two parts. But of course, as you know, as women, we do need to learn how to sometimes soften. Even even though you know this world has kind of made us very hard, mm-hmm. you know, to have to survive some of the things that we have survived. But yeah, we do have to soften up sometimes, and you know, sometimes just like you know what, okay. See, okay, baby. <laughs> you know, it's hard for me because now you done tapped into another part of my brain. I don't know if it's the frontal lobe, the, 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 <laughs> the, the inner, the cerebral. It's the squishy part. Yeah, because <laughs> honestly, y'all, <laughs> yes, this world has made it very hard to be a black woman and to be soft and gentle and trusting and giving. It's like constantly, like you're constantly being abused and taken for granted and just beaten on and beaten on and just like nobody's like not having anybody to cry to, like to mm-hmm. lean on, to really ask for, you know, just to ease up a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine that and then someone asking you to be be there for them in a relationship and raise their children and, and then still in those situations you're still being abused and taken advantage of and hurt and then you happen to raise daughters and then you're having to raise sons and you just have so much potentially yeah. alone like it's really difficult and I don't think that anyone has really talked about how hard it is to be a black woman and why it's so important for us to just be loved on as well because yeah we're still pouring into everybody else mm-hmm. our kids <laughs> our men like we're pouring into everyone and we still sometimes feel like but do you respect me do you really love me are you really willing to heal with me because mm-hmm. I am for you mm-hmm. but I need to know that you are willing to do that with me and for mm-hmm. me and can you be my protector can you be my provider can you really make me feel like this is it for me because if you can make me feel that way you won't ever have to look anywhere yeah. else. Mm-hmm. But we don't, a lot of us don't feel like that. Don't feel safe in our relationship. Right. Safe, that is that is exactly the word. Like we have to feel comfortable and safe and protected Fact. to show that more feminine side. Because you out here all day fighting for your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? For my yes. life, and you got me having to fight bitches too. You don't want to you don't want to come home and fight for your life. I don't want to have yes. these scars on my body because yeah. you doing me dirty and I really loved you and I really thought that you was going to hold it down and I'm mad as hell that the kids be the issue in the relationship. Why don't y'all want to be with y'all kids so bad sometimes? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying like mm-hmm. like that's a like I'm sorry because as a woman who had a baby and who went through postpartum and I don't know how that chemical shit happens, I was the one person that never thought I would ever go through any depression. But like when you go through postpartum, imagine going through like postpartum and you're in a relationship with someone and they're not giving you the proper support. But we're sitting sitting here talking about men's emotions and I don't mean to always flip it, but it's like, yo, <laughs> we need you to be there. Like be there with us. Go through it with us. Like help me help you in a way you know like I want to be there for my man I currently am happy to say that I am able to be there for my man but it took for me to let him know listen open up break Mm -hmm. down a little bit tell me what the problem is let me help you can I stick up for men real quick and I know y'all I know this really happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I will say that a lot of men were not raised in homes where the fathers Mm -hmm. were there one or where the fathers were there and played an active role in raising Mm -hmm. in raising that son so that son really may not know 
what he's supposed to do. All he saw was his daddy potentially go to work and mama took care of everything else. And, and she was working too, you know, but, and, and, and I don't, this isn't a, I'm, I'm not trying to like, I am taking it for men, but like, I, I don't want to make an excuse, but I do think we have to consider the fact that you kind of don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. You, you don't. don't. But I'd also say that when it comes to like raising children and the stress that black relationships have when it comes to raising children together, a lot of that is because black people, you know, we naturally are communal people. So I, I, I you know, I've studied a lot of villages and a lot of different cultures where, and it could be Africa, it could be Indonesia, mm-hmm. but the first year of the baby's life, all the women are helping the mother. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like men really don't know all this stuff when it comes, especially when the baby's breastfeeding yeah. and it's the little baby, like men are like, eh, eh, what do right. I do? Well, well, in a lot of cultures, the community is raising, and even back in the day, the community you get your ass beat down the you're street. Actually, you're right. You know what I mean? So you're we, right. so we're at a point where we have been so individualized, we don't have that community anymore. Yep. So the women Ooh. have way more pressure because we don't have Ooh. a group of sisters helping us raise, the, you know, helping us in the first year of life with the baby, oh which is so stressful. Ooh. I mean, you're, you're losing all of yourself to give everything to your child. You know what I mean? Literally, you're like you're giving this child the sustenance to grow and 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 live. So. Do it on your own. Your man misses out, and he loses, mm-hmm. you know, some of your attention and some of your, you know, affection. Mm-hmm. And now that's affecting him. So mm-hmm. that is really an issue in our relationships because now I'm giving so much time and energy and attention to my child, mm-hmm. and it's so exhausting and time consuming that when you come home, I'm tired as hell. I got an right. attitude. Yo, the dinner is right here. I'm about to go lay down. <laughs> Can you watch him for a second? Can I just mm-hmm. go wash my ass? Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> niggas got an attitude up in here. Like <laughs> um, it's you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like you got to figure out ways to work through that, you know, and and it sucks because, you know, with this new generation that we're in, you know, we're all forced to have more friends. We're all forced to, you know, meet new people, be at more places, go travel more, this and that. But like we have to get back to the most important thing, which is family. Right. Family is so important. You know, don't get so taught, you know, distracted with hanging out with these new friends that really don't even like you, where you don't even (laughs) spend enough time with your family, you know? But that's another topic. But yeah, like... You I said think. that you like study like a bunch of like families or your something about families. Cultures, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you um I guess just give us more insight on that and how that relates to uh this topic? Well, when it comes to um families and a lot of like indigenous so a lot of people who haven't been uh westernized, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of people that have their have maintained their culture over the mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. Um, you'll notice that they're just very communal. And so the pressures that we have as one family unit is dispersed throughout the community because, hey, we need some eggs right now. Well, she got her hands been producing too many eggs. You go down the street, go pick some up. So we we had, you know, in a lot of different cultures, we they have. um just community mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, understanding and the community is family. And, and I know in some cultures, they don't even know what cousin is. Cousin mm-hmm. is, no, that's my brother and sister. <laughs> you know, right. like, those are right. my brothers and sisters. So um, I feel like because we have added stress, I mean, we're oppressed. We are constantly being attacked um, through 
TV, um, songs, music, um, social media, like, you know, black people are constantly attacked from so many different angles. Um, and, to, and then to already have our communities broken apart so that we don't have help from our Reach community system. around us, you know. I got searching for a babysitter or searching, you know, and you don't want to leave your kids with people you don't mm -hmm. know. But we should know our people in our neighborhood. We should be able to say, hey, I'm going to send you down the street uh, for a couple mm -hmm. of days. I got to take a trip because we're that close. Of mm -hmm. course, these days we can't even trust people mm -hmm. to a certain degree, but that's the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't trust each other. We don't have that community, and that's just creating so much pressure for the individual families. We were never supposed to be an individual family. Mm -hmm. We were always supposed to be communal. We're human beings are communal that's just who we are oh my goodness how do you think that relates to men did men have more of a of a because we're talking about women now mm -hmm, kind of. mm -hmm. did, did men have that same sense of community so that they actually had outlets absolutely. and they could, okay mm -hmm, absolutely and, and you'll just see that a lot of men um i mean our men do it too but yeah. a lot of men in, in indigenous cultures they do it in, in ways are uh, that are healthier i guess you could say our men do a lot of camaraderie around things that distract them from community uh, a lot in, in indigenous cultures they have camaraderie about rounding up the cows you're doing stuff that's you're supposed to be doing to help the um community help the families in the community but you're getting together over things that are productive like, like fishing yeah, fishing. Yeah. You know what I mean. You're going out yeah. to hunt together. You know, you're you're doing things with other um, healthy masculine men that are productive for the community, productive mm -hmm. for the family. But you're having fun and it's healthy. And so you're, you know, it's it's you're not drinking. Like a lot of our men get together and they drink. Mm -hmm. Well, that's alcohol is one of the worst things you can put in your body. You know, and and they do that so consistently. <laughs> um, you know, I agree, girl. That's <laughs> why I'll be touching it. <laughs> and why is this water empty? <laughs> Mine empty too. <laughs> but no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Even with women these days, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, oh, girl, let's get together, turn up. I mm -hmm. agree. Mm -hmm. You know, um, <laughs> I think that we're. <laughs> we're get we're drifting further and further away from the communal <laughs> like yeah. the the bond of family. Mm -hmm. That's what's crazy to me. Um you know what? I'm a conspiracy theory type of chick, so I'm gonna just stop right there. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that um Again, social media has a lot a lot to do with it. And I think we're all working so hard, trying to keep up. Prices of everything are going up. Everyone is just trying to keep up. And that distracts us from the important things. And, you know, one of them, at least be able to maintain your household. Have healthy relationships in your home. Mm. Um, remember that your team work together. You know, like, you all you got. Yeah. And we're all just trying to survive together. And it's not always about, like you know the the fancy stuff sometimes it's really about you know like having um a companion having a, a teammate, teammate man. yeah like having a teammate mm -hmm. is so crucial like i i've and i've said this on here before like my husband and i get along really well and the one thing in my mind like when shit is not good i always think yeah he may get on my nerves right now mm -hmm. but can i imagine anybody else who I would want to be my teammate mm. along this journey. Yeah. Right. Like outside of like my siblings, mm -hmm. it ain't that many people that I want to be a teammate right. with. Somebody that's going to take an L with me, mm. somebody who I'll take an L with, somebody who I can celebrate with, somebody who is going to hold my hand or I can hold their hand when times are hard. Mm. Like having a teammate and a partner is like the realest shit ever mm -hmm. like and this actually leads me to another question for y'all so you know early on we talked about like men making better decisions such that they 
are with women who will look out for their emotional health mm-hmm. and look out for their feelings and, 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 and everything that's going good, bad, or whatever in their life. So what do you think, we as women, knowing women, what could we suggest to men to look for in a woman so that they can find someone who lets them be emotional? Not not crying, not whining, not bitching and moaning, right. but someone in, in a space where it's healthy emotion. Mm-hmm. What do you think that we can be doing? What we can do or what they how, should look how, for. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. What like what could we tell them mm-hmm. to look for? Sorry. We can tell them anything. They're not going to listen. <laughs> um. Well, assuming they'll listen, let's let's do it that way. You know, you know. OK, so after you get past the part where they find the person that they're attracted enough to. Um, someone. OK, so when you I know it's annoying, but when men go on dates, they don't usually want to hear the what is your plan? You know, what do you want? You know, but sometimes those are the women, <laughs> the women that are just interested in, in the bigger picture. Those are the women that are going to they're trying to find something to be there for the long running. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Not so just like, the dinner. Yeah. Not just the dinner. <laughs> not Oh, yeah. Let's take shots. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Like. Sometimes you have to pay attention to the women who are trying to have those deep conversations. And it sucks because I actually have a couple of girlfriends. And I used to, when I was younger and immature, I used to be like, girl, you probably just talking too much on these dates. Like, you know, just (laughs) just don't say, you know, like, and now I'm thinking about it. Like, you deserve the greatest man and you deserve someone who's going to listen and care when you're talking about those things. And it sucks that, you know, the people that you were interested in weren't interested in at the time. But I think that some men really need to pay attention to the women who are, you know, looking out for their own future. Cause that means that they're going to be okay. You may not be the one, but they're going to find that person that is the one. And, you know, just, I guess pay more attention to the women who are more vocal. And engage in the conversation. Yeah, engage in, engage in the conversations. Because eventually you're going to get what, what you want. Mm-hmm. If you just be a little patient and, right. you know, like yeah. care a little bit and, yeah. you know, have a plan. Like you're going to get there. But damn, like don't you want somebody that has some type of other interest besides spending all your money and eating up all your food? Right. Crab legs. Right. Damn, you know I love crab legs. I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah. What do you think? Um, I would definitely say ask ask the woman how her mother dealt with certain things. Mm. Um, how is her mother's relationship with men? Um, and and did your mother raise you? And you know what type of feminine energy were you around? So you can, when you understand what raised somebody, you can kind of understand where their energies is sourced from. You can kind of understand where that's it's a coming good point. from. Yeah. And that's not to say if you didn't have the healthiest parents that you can't be a healthy, healed individual. Mm-hmm. But that's when you ask the questions: Did you go to therapy for that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what do you what did you do to um heal from the trauma in your life and you know ask certain questions like that i think that's really important i think that's important for everyone to ask each other like do you is therapy important to you do you, would you be open to that or you know what's the, what's your therapy that's what we need to ask our men because they hate therapy yeah. what's your motive what's your form of therapy and the same um men used to ask women like how do you heal yourself and things mm-hmm. like that that's actually a good point i, I would say that because I don't want to, like, repeat what y'all said. <laughs> but I think one of the most important things is that a man selects or picks someone who will listen. Yeah. Because it's really hard to listen, especially when someone, um, like, like say if I'm, if I'm telling you something, I'm like, well, I don't like the way you did X, Y, and Z. And if 
your response might be, might be, well, you did the same shit last week. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to like yeah. not come back when somebody did the exact same thing to you. It is very hard, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you how I know it's hard. <laughs> um, because because the pot can't call the kettle black. Yeah, black. You yep. can't check me with some shit you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, but I have learned how to just listen in the moment, mm-hmm. and then deal with that response later. Right. You know. Just because I don't want to make it a combative situation, mm-hmm. I don't want to be argumentative. I ain't trying to go back and forth with you, and I definitely don't want to stop a productive conversation. Right. You know, because that's gonna shut everything down. Right. You know, so I think men finding a woman who like listens intently, deliberately, and genuinely. Mm-hmm. There we I go. Agree. I like that mm-hmm. woman that listens. Because mm-hmm. I don't like to listen, but. <laughs> <laughs> But can, I can you? Right. I can. I can listen, and I've learned, and I can now. I can admit when I'm wrong. Oh my goodness! I don't know if it's my zodiac sign. Y'all know me, but <laughs> what? I do not like being wrong. I will be like. I will figure out ways to be right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm right in this point at least, right, you know. Right. <laughs> but um, I've learned when it comes to, um, I don't always have to be right. Mm-hmm. So I am the queen now. Like when I realize, okay, I messed up. That's cool. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me. I don't want you to think that I always have to be right. I was wrong in this situation because I know how very how how anal I am, and I know how extra oh, I'm the I am. Same way. I'm the same way. Like why'd you do it like that? That's not how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, not child, to the point where it's me. a no. Yeah, it's just like you know, like why would you do that? But then at the same time, once I get caught one time, oh, he's been waiting for that all week. Yeah. Oh, he's been waiting to catch me. <laughs> he has been waiting for a bitch to mess up. I and thought you talk, said. Yeah, you. Oh, wow. Look at you. So it's like now I'm just, I'm the person that's just like, you right. You right. Let's just, you Damn, know. You caught me slipping. You caught me slipping. I hate to get caught slipping because of the way I am. But, you know, sometimes we just got to own our shit. Yeah. At the end of the day, own your shit. Hello. If your girl tell you you're wrong, try to do a little, you know, look into it a little bit and own your shit. If your man tell you you done messed up, sis, just sometimes just own it. Just, just. Even if, honestly, even if you not, just be like, all right. All right. You're right. right. But say right. it, check your toe, remember? But check your toe, because if you say, all right, it's be like, but you don't mean it. So but <laughs> sometimes I said just be like, you know, okay, you might, you're right, you're right, because we all have different perspectives. We all see things differently. We all feel differently That's when right. things happen. So you just don't know. You really never know why someone reacts the way they do or why they feel the way they do. So we just have to figure out a way to let people have it sometimes. Just let your yeah. woman have it. Let your man have it. That's going to cause so much more peace in your situation. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, you know, making sure men have tender love and care. Mm-hmm. How does that translate into the bedroom when we know that men a lot of times just want to get in there? <clears throat> What's the mm-hmm. word you use? The yaga, yaga, yaga. <laughs> You know, and then, you know, women, we need like about 20 minutes to warm up, you know. So how do we, again, we're two different perspectives, you know, when it comes to some TLC, the other, you know, we're talking about emotion. Now we're talking about the physical side. So how do we like find a middle road? Because we know sometimes men just want to get in and get out. Mm -hmm. Massages. Okay, well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I like to, I love to spoil my man. I love to massage. And, of course, you give him a happy ending. Now it's my turn. <laughs> All right. And, you know, you get that time, mm-hmm. you know, the touching and stuff like that. I mean, that's my thing. That's I love massages. Point. Or I love cuddling when we watch a movie because I know the whole time while we watch the movie, we over here feeling on each other. And so when this movie is done, we got it. You know what I mean? What about when y'all in a relationship for a while, though? Because sometimes... Good point. Look at, look at <laughs> in the beginning of a relationship. I mean, Lord, the coochie be 
Swollen. The, uh, listen, <laughs> splash waterfalls up in this mother. And then, you know, the, the, the you know, life. The, the penis lasts. Sorry, I mean to say it like that, but the sex just lasts and longer. It's a little more fun and interesting. But then after y'all been together for a while, y'all going to work, coming home, eating the same shit, watching the same stuff, trying to, you know, like sometimes right. you're just like, how can we spice this up? And girl, you gonna have to tell me. Because <laughs> listen, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Because it's like, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be like, girl, you got to do this. But I ain't even doing it. <laughs> like, I'm starfishing. If you're trying, you trying to just get it done, I'm going to starfish it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just... Go ahead, boy. Hurry up. I mean, sometimes... But, yeah, like, let us know, please. Because sometimes know? I'm not in the mood to be like... I got, I got, I got. Do you, you like know, to like, be, I'm not in the mood. Do you like to be places? Like, do you like to go places and do things? I like to go places. I love head. Because sometimes if you're not in the mood to do the 12-minute head thing, I'm just like, you know, maybe 20 minutes. Sometimes it's 30. It depends. I don't mean to tell our business. <laughs> but uh, Somebody's getting in trouble when they get I home know, tonight. I am. <laughs> don't give me no more water. But, um, you See, know, that water's you, bad for you. Bad for you, child. Talking about alcohol is bad. Listen, how do you spice it up? Because as much as we talk about it, I just don't know if we can really figure it out. Like, if, if are you Like, my thing is... You know, <laughs> not even boring. That's the crazy part. When we get it, when we get it going, it's great. Oh my god, it's great. It's the start of go play, go different I'm places, tired. have different experience. Like literally, like I'm go. talking about we when we can't go nowhere, girl. Oh, okay, we just outside in the, the backyard. The I mean, I, I like to you get creative. You go outside the backyard with the sun. I mean, or the or the moon or the whatever, stars. whatever time it is. You know what I mean? You know, like, okay. Yeah. The other night we had a we pretended we was at the club. I don't know. Okay. Wait, you <laughs> pretended you were at the club in your I house? Put the Sean Paul on. I was just like, remember this? Remember this? Oh, remember this? Oh, we used to be doing this in the club, and then you dip twice. So we had. Some I feel rum like punch. he just laughed at you. No, well, I, you know, I got him. I got him tipsy. I got the rum and punch. The Ray and nephew. Oh. I don't know if anybody hey. knows about Jamaica. Bap, bap, bap. I was like, we gonna get the Ray and Neff tonight. We about to put some orange juice and cranberry in and make it a little a little hood run punch. Then I put on we be burning on concerted and I really in love. And then it just after a while we was just like, oh, this is really becoming a video, you know? <laughs> so that's how I spiced it up one night. But sometimes I just be like, look, boy, I'm tired. Just put it in. Turn, turn, turn over to the side. Get the like, lube, bruh. Get oh, the lube. God. You're going to have to get that lubrication because <laughs> smear it all around because you still <laughs> Put it on my legs and my thighs because I still can't. I can't with him. I'm Nigerian. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, y'all. So this became Girl Talk for real. Let's get into it. Let's. No, but I think, I think this is so, so. Okay, this is what I think this is a really important conversation <laughs> because the thing is that obviously. Men and women love sex, mm-hmm. you know, just as much as, you know, one, whatever, you know what yes. I'm saying? And, like, we're both coming from two totally different perspectives mm-hmm. of how we want that moment to go down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like you said, it's not going to always be ideal for us. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that we need to understand that it's not going to always be? Well, they need to understand it's not going to always be ideal for them. Yeah. Like, do we just need to roll over and be like, get the lube, go ahead and do what you need to do? Because you really want it to last five <laughs> minutes, right? <laughs> and, and yeah. It's like, do we just yeah. need to give in like that? Yeah. You know? I mean. I feel yes, like but not every day. And Yeah. And no. I'm sorry, yeah. but. Agreed. Yeah, not every day. And y'all got to get. Where, we married? Because sometimes. <laughs> you got to do stuff. Listen, because sometimes, you know, I'm not going to just be giving it to. 
Um, yeah, to my husband, you might get a little, you're going to get it more often when you want it. But if you ain't my husband, you better go your ass to sleep because. <laughs> well, then how will he know? I get another day. How will he right. know that you'll do it as a wife? You're right. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? That's an important conversation. And, I, and I've said this before. There were a lot of things that I did not know to talk about um, before marriage. I thought that we talked about a lot of the important things, but we did not talk about like how important the frequency of sex, mm-hmm. how nasty the sex got to be, how you know how where it needs to be. Like I, that's something that ain't nobody taught me told me to do that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, like people used to wait to to you know have sex and get married, right? Good point. So now it's like they like they say you giving the milk the cow. The cattle, the sheep. <laughs> we get it. Something about giving the milk yeah, for the free milk or to, why I pay for the milk why from the cow, cow when I got a whole half a you know what I'm saying? Not when about. you got a whole goat at home. <laughs> right. Now we drink so, goat milk. Yeah. So I think like now how do we, you know, how do we operate in a relationship that's not, you know, it's like, okay. But how do you even start that conversation? Towards? Yeah. And what are we even working towards? Are do you want to get married? Do you want to have that? Do you want there to be longevity? Or are we just practicing to see how it's gonna go in our marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, is this just a, t- a test trial? You know what I'm saying? So I think men need to vet men on that. I think that women aren't, aren't the best at discerning if a, if a man is really serious. Mm-hmm. But I have I have men in my life that you got to get vetted through here um, if I'm going to take you seriously. Very good point. Our emotions, I like you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm going to marry you, shorty. Oh, you want to marry me? I can't wait. I mean? But a man's going to be like... <laughs> he's sorry as hell right yeah so you know. excellent and we talked and i actually talked about this a couple of weeks ago a lot of times we women do not know how to properly vet men mm-hmm. you know so it is important for you to kind of reach back into that tradition and be like daddy needs to look at him Bad. uncle uncle bo needs to look yeah. at him your brother needs to look at him mm-hmm. like is he trifling right because the thing is that um, um he first of all he might know him from the streets mm-hmm. One, you know, and and two, he's going to notice things off the rip that we're not going to notice or we may may not notice, you know. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree with you on being able to properly vet something else we were not taught. Mm -hmm. And there we go. We're just all moving too fast. You know, everything is just getting... (laughs) It's just getting real messy. Microwave. Yes, everything is very, very microwave style, you know. Um, The quality and everything is kind of like, how do you go? How do you go about it the right way now? Right. So, you know, I don't know. And then when it comes to the bedroom, (laughs) when it comes to making love, like, are we even making love? (laughs) Porn. I blame porn for so much. Right. I do not. Come on. Like porn is is the devil. Um, It it, it desensitizes us. Um, You you start on porn. You you're doing regular. Next thing you know, it's the hard gang bang. Then it's Mm -hmm. something else. Little people. You know, it's just weird (laughs) stuff. And even and it's like our men, especially, tend to watch more porn than we do. They'll sit there and just go ham to think and and get excited off of things that aren't really pleasing women. Like this Mm -hmm. woman is just just pretending. You do know that she is faking this whole time, and you think that what he's doing is doing something. So you gonna come home, bring it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I'm right. and then I'm just like, okay. What are you right. doing? Like, please, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, but yeah, porn, man, we got to get off that porn. And if we do do porn, healthy 
<laughs> healthy what porn. is healthy porn i think when when the when it's the setup is like and it's like i've seen some playboy like this where basically they are a couple they are mm-hmm. they are in love you know what i mean and and then there's just you know the moment and that type of porn i think would probably be the healthiest i wouldn't watch porn at all i think that it, it takes away from your imagination but it's hard to just stick to the good porn it's hard to stick to the healthy porn y'all they just need to ban everything in america because everything is just getting crazy i'm sorry i got a question for you ladies right why is it that a lady a woman will give like a wag dude the box the pussy or the sex i'm sorry (laughs) give a wag dude the sex but make a good guy wait for it there's got to be more context in that, You're right? <laughs> like, what um, what what was the what's the whack? What, describe like the whack. It's like a throwaway for her. She's like, "Yo, you go hit it," because she, she's never gonna take him serious, give him any attention. Side note: Give him good. Why are guys always doing that? Telling us who the herbs and the, the whack dudes are. Sometimes maybe he's whack to you. Maybe I saw potential, and maybe I thought he had something going for himself. But okay? you had no intentions of being with him. You just wanted to smash and keep it going. What? Well, that's, that's the point. Masculine. You want it to smash and keep going. That's men why. Men do it. Tell us why men do it, and then we'll tell you <laughs> why we do it. We're just trying to catch a body. And maybe some... Have you ever felt catch like you just body? wanted to catch a body? No, never in my life. You've never just wanted to have sex with a man? I would... You stuttering. You stuttering. Have I been like, ooh, damn, I would... Mm-hmm. But I would never actually act on that, and it's just like, oh, he's very attractive, and I'm very sexually attracted to him, but not, oh, I'm going to actually go. How about you, Aaron? Take him home. Yeah. Uh... Back in the day, don't we talk about married times? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm Ooh, sure. Child. I'm actually sure. But and, 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 no, but you really didn't want anything more than just that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could we're not be. even wired that way. You're right, though. We're not wired that way. Because if it could be more, because it's like I see something in you. Right. So it's like I'm attracted to you. And I hope that you do the right thing, but I do want to give you some. Wait a minute. I, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say, yeah. It just, mm-hmm. it, it has to. Like, I've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I can't really point to, back <laughs> to a specific situation. I'm just going to say, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, you know, I would hope for it to blossom, but at the same time. I just want to see what that thing do. <laughs> you know? You know what? Because it, it might just be like a constant, you know, a person that you can consistently have sex with. Mm-hmm. You don't want a relationship. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody has an understanding of, of what's what. You know, it really. Women m- brag on D2. I just took the whole subject away from you, Alan. I'm sorry. <laughs> go <laughs> but, ahead. Go ahead. But like, m- women brag on D. Well, I don't think you will. Well, I mean, I just someone, I feel like go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I feel like a lot of a, a lot of um, women these days talk about you know well, we can we can I can you and not catch feelings, but that's not true. Literally, our bodies are made up different. So when we're having sex and um, we we have an orgasm, there there's a hormone that that's released oxytocin that give that's the love drug. It makes us feel out. Like, oh, so we literally can't have an an organ if he's giving you an orgasm we cannot have an orgasm without starting to feel those feelings oxytocin is going through our body now for men it's different because testosterone cuts the effects of oxytocin so women i tried to like women are literally are physically not designed to be able to have orgasms with a man i mean you never watched porn and had an orgasm and then be like i gotta cut this off (laughs) i don't i haven't watched porn probably since like over a decade you know what i mean i stopped watching porn when i was married but um it was one time that i you gave it up for but a little bit. But you did it yourself, I gave right? it up, you but I was just I, the person. Oh my goodness! I, this was an emo, this was an example of like um, Alan said. I gave it to to a whack person, basically. Um, 
but that was an accident only because I was accident so annoyed. Or a bad decision? It was a really bad decision. I was so annoyed. He was so pressed. Mm. And I was just like, oh my God, like you want it that bad? Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. It was just almost scary too. So I think that mm. I was in a scary situation and I'm okay. just like, I got to get this, like, I have to get this situation over with real quick. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And that was just the most traumatizing thing I've ever been through in my life. Sounds like a lot of pressure. That was pressure. Yeah. Coercion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. So, yeah, but it wasn't that I wanted to give that dude it. It's just mm-hmm. that I just felt like, whatever, like, I have to get out this situation and block yeah. this person and never see this person ever again. Mm-hmm. So that was a weird situation. But when it comes to, like, how he said, you know, um, how come oh you'll give it to a whack dude before and then make a good guy wait? I don't think that you're trying to make the good guy wait. I think that you want him to see the value in you. And um, sometimes I'm like, all right, if I give it to him too, too soon, he's going to think, you know, like I'm not a good girl or there's no, like, you know, I'm just a quick, easy F or whatever. And I think that's sometimes what women will do. They'll, they'll, they'll make the guy that they really like wait longer because that's who they really like see potential in. I might see a husband in you. And just like men, like see certain women like, oh, she's wifey material or, you know, she's just somebody I'm going to smash. I think women are able to do that as well. Like, you know, oh, you know, he's, he's got a lot of good qualities. He got some good stuff going for himself. You know, I'm just, you know, let me see how it goes. Let me make him wait for it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully that can, you guys can build on the relationship more instead of just the sexual. And then it can blossom into something else. And I think that's... You know? I think the in along along those lines, I think that sometimes women, hopefully is what I believe, women don't want to um be confused mm-hmm. by the sex and they actually want to get to know is this a good dude? Like should I continue down this road? Because with some people like the sex can cloud your judgment. Oh, yeah. Um on on what a person is or what they could be, you know. So I, I would think that that may have something to do with it as far as waiting. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good example too. That's real. Yeah, that's true. That one. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, like I said, you have to figure. We have to figure out what the whack is. Um, <laughs> right. You know. Uh, but yeah, you know, we want to have some. Cause that once you get sex involved, for me, I know personally, once the sex involved, my feelings are so I have to make sure that your feelings are there before I even get to that point because I can't not, I can't <laughs> not catch feelings. I can't not fall in love. Yeah, you feel me? Like I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> as a woman, I can honestly like say most people that I've liked, I've seen some type of potential in them, and I've gotten some type of connection where I'm like. I want to get to know you. You might be my husband. You might be the person to have. You know, like mm-hmm. you start automatically daydreaming and thinking mm-hmm. of like what possibilities could be of this relationship. And um, and if it's great sex, you're just like, oh, he's mine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just mm-hmm. attached and you're thinking about them and daydreaming about them and can't wait to like, you know, spend more time with them. So I agree. Like that's well, those are reasons why I'm just like, you know, after sex, you do get more attached and cloudy in the mind. So I think that is a good reason why people can wait because if you know that about yourself, you're going to be like, all right, let me not give it up because, <laughs> yeah, this ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good at least. That's that's a good thing because you know yourself. So it's not necessarily, oh, I don't want him to think that I'm a whore. I don't want him to think something about me. It's more so, you know what? I know where I could, where I, where I fall short. Mm-hmm. So let me not mess up yeah, my real feelings, mm-hmm. you know, by bringing sex into the in, into the situation. Right, I think that's cool. You know. Yeah. So, who knows? Um anything else? <laughs> 
Alan, do you have anything for us? Oh, God. <laughs> I thought you had a microphone out there. <laughs> I, I would like to find out from Ayanna. Um, I want to find out from Ayanna, right? You talk a lot about holistic love, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like, in a sense, what? Are we, are we, are we beyond repair? Because holistic love seems like it's a little bit vulnerable mm -hmm. because that means you have to take away all materialistic stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you got to take away a lot of, not earthly stuff, but things that seem important. But within those holistic things, are there things that are earthly, like good sex, that also matters in holistic, you know? I, I, yeah. Like, can we, tr like, basically I'm asking, can we transcend past the earth and what they want from us? to find a spiritual love with someone that we're connected with. And I just feel like the earth is stronger. I think that when you master the earthly realm, it's easier to go into the spiritual realm. I think that when we're in a state of survival, it's hard to, which black people are in right now, it's hard for us to um, go into the higher realms because we're so focused on living every day. But I think that when, um, I don't think we're beyond repair, first of all. Um, I think that when we start deciding for ourselves that I need to heal, I want to be whole within myself, and we start attracting people, we start Work, doing the work and we start attracting people who also want to be even in friend groups and uh, partnerships and just like you know in your circle then you'll you'll begin to heal everyone will be around you know also on their healing path and it's easier when you choose to be around people um, who also want to dive into more spiritual um, you know affairs and, and healing and things like that but it's so hard for us as a people to try to get there spiritually when we're trying to survive every day, when we're trying to um, just make bread, you know, make bread, enough bread to, to survive. So I think that's actually the problem. Mm -hmm. I think that enough people are not taking the time to um, tap into like the fact that we're powerful, the fact that we can do whatever we want to do. If we allow ourselves to take time from the distractions and not allow the experience, like what everyone else is doing affect us. And we sit down with the people that are also trying to heal and manifest great things and do great things. Sometimes it's all what you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. So if you surround yourself with people who want better, who do better, who are um, trying to heal themselves emotionally, um, who are trying to have better futures, who are trying to eat healthier, like just ex ex exalt, whatever the word is, positive energy, positive vibe, that's what you become. And then you, find yourself at a successful point and at, after some time because you've put in the work and you didn't allow the earthly things to affect you um you know your progression yeah but don't you think that like for example like that's beautiful and i agree with you <laughs> everything it, i say it, is poetic it's really poetic and beautiful but the thing is like let's just say i'm speaking from a man's perspective right mm -hmm. i'm chilling we go get our green juice and we go get our earthly nice beautiful things right mm -hmm. And then Ray Ray over there pulling up in his Phantom. And I'm a man. I'm standing next to you. Mm -hmm. I feel you. I feel that energy that next to me. But that's not always looking true. At it. And is there's a part of you me looking that, too. It's a nice car. We Ooh, all yeah. looking. It's like, a nice oh, car. That's a nice car, but I'm with you though. Right. And so you got to be Thank able to you. trust the woman that you're with. But what I'm saying is like, what I'm trying to say. So that's your a, problem. No, you're no, saying no. it. In terms of energy, what I'm trying to say is that let's say the guy you dating mm -hmm. used to have all of that. 
Mm-hmm. So to him, it means it, he doesn't feel no energy about it because mm-hmm. he used to have that. He gave all that up because mm-hmm. he was looking for something pure mm-hmm. because he realized having all of those things didn't make him happy. He never told you he had all of those things. Mm-hmm. So he's not looking at you like he's insecure. He's looking at you like, damn, you really don't even understand. Well, what, Why? Because she looked because at she, the car? Right. I want to know what I want to get in the future. So what's that called? Because, we, right. babe, we got to get that together. What is that that he just but pulled up he in? he doesn't want that? He don't got to want it. That's the thing. Like, But the fact that you looked at it, that doesn't have to be a problem. I yeah. looked at the car. So now women are trying to be that controlling to the point where if my woman just makes the wrong eyeball movement. Yeah. You know how many times females walk past yeah, yeah. and you, you, oh the God. men trying to, or they look away first because they know the chick is coming. Yeah. And they're going to get a good glimpse of that ass. She's back there. You already turned around because you don't want to get in trouble. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you trying to, not to hurt my feelings. And it's just like, you're going to look. It's okay. We're human. Stop. Stop trying to make people not be human. Like, mm-hmm. stop trying to be so controlling. Stop trying to, like, I don't want to stop you from, you know, like, experiencing whatever it is that's going on in the world. I don't want you to be blind because you're with me. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, but what I'm trying to go at, and I use an extreme example, is because I'm just trying to say, like, let's just say um, you were getting some health food or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Something for the body. Is it, are, are, are we all that easily distracted by something? That's what I'm trying to Not ask. all. Do, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Because I remember Nas used to have a song back in the day. This dude, he was he had a lot of self-knowledge. Mm-hmm. And he was just trying to tell her, you know, the song's called Black Girl Lost. And he was just trying to tell her, yo, just chill, built this way. But she couldn't. She was like, I need to be in the spots. I need to be in the thing. You know, and it's like the outcome of that, you're going to, I'm sure it didn't work out. But what I'm saying is that how do you find a couple that can not be distracted by the world? You have to. I think that in order to find a couple that's not distracted by the world, using your words, one, these two people have to be on the same page. They have to have a meeting of the minds of what their desires are, of what their dislikes are, of what their limitations are. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you can't, and just like you said earlier, you can't want to do this higher power, you know, um, um, field trip, if you will. I don't know. <laughs> but the person you're with ain't even on that, ain't even on that page, mm-hmm. you know. So one, it starts with you knowing you, you being comfortable with you, and also knowing the type of people that you need to look to attract. Maybe the person that 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 you like physically got a how many how many inches do the weave? Thirty <laughs> times twenty two. Okay, maybe 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 the person you physically want got a twenty two inch weave, a, a BBL, uh, lashes, um, <laughs> you know X Y and Z. Right. But really, the person that you need is the one that eat granola, uh, <laughs> drives a Prius, has yeah. natural hair, does not wear makeup, you know, except for a little lip gloss, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to. Uh, understand what you want and not go after things that are never gonna like just be in your favor like you always say the numbers going after the 22 inch weave or 26 inch weave you ain't got to point at me Aaron all the time pointing at you <laughs> I'm sick of I'm y'all over here at this table I'm just saying out like, of it it's not it's not gonna be in your favor yeah. you know what I mean and I'm not saying that's you know 100% true but like for the most part no, it's not. Because she's not worried about you and your granola. She but worried about her weed. That's another thing, too, though, Erin, though. This is another thing, too. A lot of the women that are hiding behind these 
are the granola people? Yes, they're the fucking granola people. It's just that, you know, sometimes you got to stick to the what's going on in order to, yeah. to you know, get the bag to whatever, yeah. make friends. Like, we don't want to just be sitting here eating granola looking crazy and everybody's <laughs> walking past us because the guys is looking for it and yeah. the girls, like... Mm-hmm. That's the crazy that's part. That's a good point. Because I'm a fucking deep ass person. I'm a person that's very serious about my space. I'm a person that's very serious when it comes to healing, growth, the people around me, everything. But if you go on my Instagram, you're going to think of, I'm a whole nother person. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes people just like need to. But if they watch your stories, yeah. you'll see more of the mm-hmm. side of who you are. Yeah. And so I think that still goes back. Okay, let's say she got a 22 inch weave. Mm-hmm. But what is she saying? Right. What's coming out of her mouth? What is, what is she? What, what's on? You know, like what is she putting out there? Right, and that's what you have to look for the the actions of the actions. Yes. So I can look. I can dress up, doll up all the time. Look like a little whatever hoochie whatever. mama, a hoochie mama, because <laughs> sometimes I put on a little hoochie dresses, but still that doesn't mean you know. But you have to pay attention to the things people talk about, the way people move, you know, how they carry themselves. Who they around. Yeah, who you're around. I know what Jada's saying, right? And I like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. The granola granola girl will have, you know, the high heels and makeup and everything else, right? But so what I'm I'm asking is then if a man wants to lead his woman, shouldn't he lead her by knowledge and understanding that's beyond finances? But a woman is more easily led by money than knowledge. So how do you is she? That's I think that's scarcity mindset. I think yeah. that that's the view right now because we uh, we have been so scarce, uh, financially scarce because of oppression mm-hmm. that we just I mean and we see it in our culture like you know billionaires don't wear all the chains and stuff but mm-hmm. but you know a motherfucker get finally get some money he gonna put a chain on you right. know what I mean so first chick mm-hmm. you know and that's what I'm trying to say like that's what I'm trying to say I'm a chick that learns mm-hmm. I don't even if you get in a chain and you my man I'm gonna curse your ass out like you know what I'm saying so you gotta gotta know who you dealing with because I can step back and be like I'm not going shopping for a little while I got enough clothes right now Mm -hmm. I'm chilling but if you were a chick that's like "Mm -mm," like all my friends got this like I need this Mm -hmm. too because they trying to you know keep up then now you know like that's not the type of person you should deal with but like again you it comes with time as well too like it depends on like we talking about age groups now we talking about we talking about um, where you come from what, what you've experienced growing up and stuff like that some of that stuff doesn't again but we're all different we've talked about it before too i have confidence in myself i realize a lot of people don't have confidence in themselves Mm -hmm. i don't gotta i don't gotta do all of that every day some people feel like they gotta wake up and do that every day so you gotta just you have to be able how can you how can you have a conversation with a woman and not be able to see that though but women are we we do need security so if that's you know and i know that that can be unbalanced, you know, in today's time. I understand that, but... But not overdoing it, though. Like, I don't need you to take me on a yacht every mm-hmm. time Every time it's a holiday. Well, make sure you got the email back yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like, oh, my bills is covered. I'm, I don't got to do... You know, I don't got to work too hard. Mm-hmm. I don't got to... You know, some people... I ain't even going to get into it, but, you know, like, all right, the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. The extra stuff is mm-hmm. like, all right, I can go without it, but do we have a plan? Are we right. saving for... Mm-hmm. Are we trying to get our credit right? Are we trying mm-hmm. to... What are the reasons that we're making these sacrifices for you know if you're going to be a man that's a, a leader make sure that you know there are reasons why you know make sure you are leading right. exactly <laughs> i mean exactly yeah. how what are, are we winning are, or losing exactly. right you know the coach here because so. now if you see all these other chicks that seem like they just winning 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 mm-hmm. and we ain't even got no plan and it's just the blind
I lead in the blind. And all right mm-hmm. now, I'm gonna be like, okay, what the fuck am I doing here? Right, you know? right. Now Absolutely. you now there's a reason because you as a man you really can't compete. Then mm-hmm. if that's the case, but if you're a man that has a plan and that's not just trying to compete with all the other men mm-hmm. and trying to you know allow them to affect your ego, then just that's being on your right. plan, exactly. on your time, on your grind, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Well, that's right. the thing, right? And I think like you know, eight at the table, we try to push some realities, and I think the reality is, and I think you said it in the beginning. It's my, this is going to sound a little harsh, but as a man, you do have to balance all three. Your money got to be right. Your spiritual energy has to be right, and your physical has to be right. And I think that's how you balance it. I mean, that's that just is my a king. opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goes back to I what I was talking about. Missing one, I think missing one, there's a, there's a sense of us being dishonest with ourselves. Do you see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you look at that Bentley or that Phantom when I'm coming out of our juice store, my money's right, my everything is right. I'm not going to feel uncomfortable. You understand? I'm not going to question things. You're still a human. Mm-hmm. I might not buy it, but I can. You, you understand? And, and I think that... Any real woman will see that Phantom and not... And any real woman can know... Like, when you're a real chick and you've been... You've experienced people and men in relationships, mm-hmm. you know that that Phantom might come with a whole lot of other bullshit. Exactly. And if I got a good man that respects me, loves me, takes care of me, protects me, takes care of his child... That phantom don't mean a motherfucking thing. Because when I get with that phantom nigga, he got multiple women. He talks to me disrespectfully. He Mm. always got me feeling like I want to put hands on him. Not all the time. Not all the time. That's not all the time. You're right. All the time. There are men that have a lot of money. Right. But why he in that phantom and he ain't married? Mm. Where his chick at? Well. He got issues. Period. Okay. Bitch like a a woman, a queen like myself can see right through it, baby. I am not no fool. I play dumb a lot of times, but at the end of the day, I'm not no fool. And what a man is not going to do is trick me (laughs) at all. I see that phantom, but you're not impressing me in any kind of way. I can see your energy. I can see you as a person. I see you. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at what you have because to me, it looks like you're... um, Obviously, overcompensating. Right. Yeah, you're overcompensating. <laughs> Probably on that little ass pecker that you have, and beep, the beep. extra aggression and all that other shit. So therefore, <laughs> I'm not impressed, and that's what people have to realize. They have to tap into it and stop being so damn dumb. We grown now. Yeah. I want to hear you talk more about the imbalance. Um, I think you were saying something earlier about. Um, I agree. Well, I don't. I, I, you do you remember? I can't agree, agree with. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was so, it. I mean, I think that now because we live in a very materialistic world. You know, because it's always important for a woman to be secure because we need to know that you got the uh, shelter over our heads and for our children. You know, we're we're when we are pregnant, a lot of times we can't work. We can't do anything to bring in income. We need to know that we are with a man that will be able to handle all of that, handle me being pregnant and giving birth. And I don't have to worry and stress about bills and things like that. But also, of course, we we do live in a, you know, in a society where, you know, the flash is mm-hmm. is, is very attractive and, you know, the bling and you know but at the end of the day there's a lot of people you know flashing a lot of bling that have empty souls you know they're just Mm -hmm. not there with themselves and I think that any balanced woman is gonna I'm going because I'm going to look at the car (laughs) you're right I'm going to look at what car you drive but I'm also gonna look at your character because that matters a lot more to me but I'm I'm also looking at that car uh, I'm, making sure, nice. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make sure that you have your things in order whether it's a phantom a honda whatever it is is it in order? Is it nasty in, in there? Like, okay, okay. And is it in your name? <laughs> well, I mean, come on now. It'd be a lot of, I done bumped into a lot of stuff. The Phantom might not even be in your damn name. It might mm-hmm. be in one of your hoes' name, your mama name, your sister name, mm-hmm. the girl that do errands and stuff for you because you got illegal money you can't do it your damn self, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's just a lot of different ways that people get certain things, okay? It might be a PPP car. <laughs> 
Let's just keep it a buck. Hey, you know? it's and a I'm lot of PPP cars <laughs> driving yeah. around right now. I'm really not knocking people. Women do it. Men do it. Whatever. I'm not knocking people. But what I'm trying to get to is that, listen, people, it's a point where you got to look a little deeper than the flashy shit. That Because somebody will have some flashy shit take you along for a terrible ride. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That car is going to take you on a terrible ride. I'm not impressed by just the car. Your credit might be terrible. You you know, whatever. Next thing you know, you're having kids with people that have just bamboozled you and put on oh, a facts. facade. Mm-hmm. I'm not having kids mm-hmm. with nobody that's just going to, you know, you put up a front this whole time and now I'm stuck with your ass. Right. That's, that's real. That's crazy. That's real. So we got to be smarter. Like, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no way that you can just say, oh, this looks good, so I'm just going to fall for it. No. Mm-hmm. Do your research. Yeah. And, and if you don't do your research, don't sit around and complain about your bad choices. Mm-hmm. Don't sit around and say, well, all all these black women are this. All these uh, uh, black guys are this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. No, ma'am. No, sir. You made a poor decision. Back. You failed to discern. You failed to, to, to analyze. You failed to evaluate that person because all you saw was the aesthetic. Exactly. And, and, and don't that. complain. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, that Sorry. No, I know. Like, it irks me, you know? But you know what? Oh, no, no. You know, my thing is, we get, sometimes we get real hard on ourselves, and I get it. We should, you know, we should definitely look and, like, take accountability for our own decisions. But I just like for us to remember that we used to have elders help us choose. Yes. And that's on both sides. The, the, you know, the the man's family is going to look at the woman's family and figure out, because, you know, one thing about our culture, African culture, is that, um, when you're married, you're not just married to the partner. You're married to the family. family. You know what I mean? You understand that, like it's it's way it's very intense. It's it's more to it than just you two. You know, Absolutely. when you have children in an African society, does children belong to the community? Mm-hmm. You know how they how they're raised is going to affect how they're productive they are in the community and society. So you know, in in our culture, we had the help to ch- for us to discern. We had the elders. We our generation, like we're breaking away, trying to figure out how to do all this oh, ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really have the strong elder you know relationship with the youth. We don't have that anymore. You know, we do in some cases, but a lot of us don't. And so a lot of us are just trying to figure it out, and we're stumbling along the way. And I just want to say, don't be too hard on yourselves. We all have had you know those those decisions that we made that we wish that we didn't but the thing is to to look at it analyze how you can become better and how you can discern better and choose better from there don't get too hard on yourself on mistakes we all making them we all fumbling around this motherfucker we got a whole lot more time to go just make better decisions and you're gonna be able to figure out your decisions as you go but um it ain't over here's my last question (laughs) there's a very popular thing that's going on and are you gonna talk on the microphone I am, yeah, I'm talking to oh, the mic, yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So there's a really popular thing going on, which I kind of, in a no-judgment way, agree with. And you said something about some people are walking around with their souls empty. Mm-hmm. What do you say about women that are now doing this whole movement of sugar and sugar daddy dating, and they're saying they'd rather just be more comfortable dating for the financial gain it makes more sense for them. Can that person still be spiritual? Yeah. Okay. I loved a man that took care of me that was a sugar daddy. You was a sugar baby before? Why you got to say it like that? Because that's what it is. <laughs> um, you know, again, that's just being, a, in a way, a woman is going to... Security. Like, a woman is going to... I can. I just feel as though, like, a woman who... A, a man who takes care of me or cares about me or cares about my well-being, I'm going to grow to love you. Period. 
that's just what it is to be a woman. And I think that's why it's so easy for a woman to just be like, all right, now I just want a man that takes care of me. Because mm -hmm. if you take care of me, I'm going to love you and give you my loyalty. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like sometimes that's just what we're looking for. But if I have to keep going through it and dealing with, you know, a right. man that's not going to be able to provide or do anything to make my life better, then, you know, obviously that's a different situation. But I don't think that it's really an issue with women who decide that they just want a man to take care of them because maybe there's a reason that they're just deciding all right mm -hmm. but i think a lot of it is getting a little too extreme prostitution of, is different yeah, from yeah. having a sugar daddy right and i think some women are just like um you're doing it because you want to keep up with what other women have or the other lifestyle that's that you've never been able to have or something um you're going about it the wrong way and i think that that's when it's an issue um I think that when you're just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I just want a man to take care of me and you just want to be uh, like just nothing. That's really dumb. Well, you know, the thing oh. is that money does bring some beautiful experience. Yeah, it does. Like. It does. Mm -hmm. So I could understand the attraction to it, but those beautiful experiences are they superseded by a good relationship that, you know, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, yo, sitting on top of Italy and Venice on a boat, yeah, eating and drink, like that's a beautiful feeling. It's it, you're right. It is a beautiful feeling, but let's let's just bring it down two notches. You know what is beautiful? Being able to trust the person that you lay next to every night. Mm. Being able to know that you can depend on and count on the person that you've decided to have a partnership a lifelong partnership with, mm. knowing that if, if, if they tell you something, they're going to deliver. If they tell you something, it's the truth. If they tell you something, it's because they're saying it out of love and not to hurt you. Like, I, I think that's what's the most important. Yes. Now, if we can take that as a foundation and then go have some beautiful moments in Italy mm -hmm. and then go have some beautiful moment, moments in uh, Ghana and then go have some beautiful moments in South Africa. Cool. They are different. But, you, you, you got to, like, the, there's a baseline. Mm -hmm. There's a baseline. And your baseline is, like... Don't give up your ability to show trust for somebody just to gain something. Yeah, and yeah. don't give up. You know, when I was um, dealing with someone that took care of sugar me, daddy. I missed, yeah, I missed, <laughs> I started to miss a real connection with someone that I really um, um, had more in common with, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I really wanted that black man to, you know, mm -hmm. to, to, talk to me a certain way to baby over a certain way to pick me you know to you know like it, you miss certain things this is me being a little too vulnerable, a little too no, open right honest. now but and that's what we do here yeah like sometimes when you put yourself in a situation where you know yeah you're taken care of but you might be um compromising yeah compromising sacrificing things that you um don't want to you know there's a lot that deal that comes with it because now you're getting lazy. Now you're getting accustomed to not mm -hmm. having to work hard to get what you want. And then you start becoming something that you never thought that you would be. And now mm -hmm. it's like you get out of situations like that and you're just looking around like, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. How do I get, you know? And, mm -hmm. and, and in the meantime, rent done went up 3000. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, you know, friends is just like, all right, you ain't got that no more. So I'm out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's not all, some things don't last forever mm -hmm. you know like yeah you can have a sugar daddy but um you're having fun most of the time and you're not really thinking of you know the very outcome disposable. yeah it's yeah mm -hmm. you can be very disposable. very disposable and i don't agree with women who are having these married men take care of them like you know and you know now now <laughs> 
honestly, nothing good comes from that because, you know, you just, there's no happiness in that. Like, you can be having a good time. You know, don't get me wrong. Some of you can be happy by being with somebody else's man and he's just paying the bill so you don't got to think about it, you don't care. But at the same time, like, that wasn't my situation. You know, I actually did have a great relationship with someone that I cared about. But there were also things in the relationship that I'm just like, what am I doing? Am I doing anything that's going to, like, really make me happy in the future? And um, I think that's when that's what people are just failing to realize. Like, yes, like I'm in a nice crib, you know, I'm driving what I want to drive. I'm, you know, I'm dressed to the T, but like you start neglecting yourself and your goals mm. and you start neglecting and your growth. Yeah, your growth. Mm -hmm. And um, you start just becoming almost like blind sometimes. So, you know, I guess it all depends on everyone's situation is different when it comes to, you know, dating someone who's just, like, taking care of you, you know? And sometimes it's not a sugar daddy. Sometimes you could just be dating an athlete, and, you know, it might feel like the same situation. So, you know, I think everybody just has to have their boundaries in a relationship. And, again, people are going to do what they want. So, you know, but I just don't. It's not my thing anymore. We took you somewhere. We just yeah. here to help, you know, right. listen, listen if you, you want somewhere. to. Because right. I can't lie, I had a great time. Absolutely. <laughs> it was a great experience, like. I got a lot. <laughs> I did a lot. I traveled a lot. But at the same time, yeah, I was still not fulfilled. I was still not. You weren't fulfilled because he it wasn't like an exciting chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry was cool to an extent. So it's like, we're not going to get married and have kids and live forever, forever. He didn't because he didn't want. See, my thing is, I think that a lot of us. I don't even think that it was that he wouldn't have had kids with me. I think it was just that. Um. This is not who my soul was connected to. I needed that soul tie. Like yeah. I said, I'm the granola girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I need soul ties. I need people that I can keep it. You know, like, it's just. It it's, wasn't the connection that yeah, you the connection that genuinely I want. wanted. Yes. Right? And I, 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 you know, even though things are great, again, I'm a strong person. I always know that I'm going to be good. So it's just mm -hmm. like, all right, this has come to an end, you know, like, yeah. whatever, you move on. So, you know. But I think it is is extreme right now. I think mm -hmm. everybody wanting it, every girl thinking, oh, I'm going to get a sugar daddy, get a sugar daddy. Sugar. No, that's not how it works. And you have to be a certain person. And a lot of women think like, mm. oh, I got my body done. I'm that girl. No, that's not it. Mm. <laughs> you have to be able to communicate with these people. You have to understand some people that have a lot of money. These men are maybe intelligent or they want to do drugs or they want to like have you involved in some stuff. So you have to be prepared for certain things or you have to be prepared to have certain conversations or entertain certain things, certain, you know? You yes, you have you to have to pay, pay the, the motherfucking piper. piper. Oh, the piper. You the piper. Yes, you absolutely have to pay the piper. Absolutely. I'm just a huge believer in building love. And then once you find that, but you, but I'm also a huge believer in dealing with the world for what it is. Mm -hmm. You can't ignore the world. You can't. I think when you ignore the world, you get side blindsided mm -hmm. by the world because this this stuff exists and if we could talk to a couple of people mm -hmm. and be like yo you know what give it a shot with somebody that you might build something with yeah mm -hmm. i think it's better because in that case you can grow with someone you can build the life that you want everyone doesn't have to all you don't always have to date someone that's already there and mm -hmm. then you know because then you have a certain respect for each other you're doing it together you're you're really like grinding it out and you have a better relationship whereas you know if you meet someone that's already got it together it's kind of like you're they're you're dependent on them mm -hmm. and um, that's not a good feel feeling bad that he's not gonna buy you a phantom yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> pretty much right, but so. you know oh no i wanted i wanted to hear your your perspective on it whenever you're ready aaron you can wrap it up okay, okay. Um, well, I think I have a lot of different perspectives on that. I think one, let um, us hear them. <laughs> I think that a lot of black, well, people, 
period right now have, have over romanticized um, relationships and marriage and things like that. So, I mean, and this is even myself, like did that Disney, the prince is going to save you and take this you away. You know, so a lot of us, part of it is like, I think that a lot of girls have this little girl inside them wanting mm. the, wanting the prince charming to take them away. And then some, sometimes we realize if we get the prince, the prince, you, there's a whole bunch of stuff with coming with court, you know what I mean? With all the, you know, um, with all the elites and stuff and stuff. But, I think that, you know, if you can find a man that can take that what that is willing to take care of you, even if he has he needs your help along the way and, and you can build with him and, you know, things like that. But I also feel like sometimes you have to sacrifice as a woman. And I think that a, a lot of women all over the world sacrifice the feelings of I want to be madly in love or I want to be consistently in love mm-hmm. or consistently loved and taken care of, even if I'm not in love. Like, I know I'm, I'm the type of woman I don't have to be in love with a man to be with him. Most because, women. <laughs> you know, but if you if if there is love there, if I can love you, maybe I'm not mm-hmm. in love, you know, but if I can love it's you, fleeting. it comes yeah, and it goes. Yeah, you know right. Yeah. Right. You know, but and you take care of me and you're consistent and you're trying to be here for a while. You know, we trying to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. Then cool. You know, but I do think that a lot of us, myself included, sometimes get lost in the I just want that. Ah, oh, that super duper big passion because we have those sometimes. But they for me, it's never last. You have those strong passions, but they don't last because the fire the fuel runs out quicker you know what I mean so now you think that most people most women in relationships don't have that fire that you're talking about I think that um most women that are married may not have that fire to be honest with you Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of us have had that fire with somebody but that's not the man that we'll settle down with so and I think people need to stop thinking that all of these TikTok relationships are <laughs> not real. the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Because they probably arguing while making that video. So I No, you better do the dance to the right. left. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I told you, uh, arm in the air first. Right. <laughs> I know a lot of people are promoting a lot of perfect shit. A lot of people are promoting these perfect relationships. My man got this. My girl got that. My, we work out partners. We do this together. Come on now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot with the highs, there come lows, no matter what. So yes. what we need to do is stop getting into relationships expecting perfect. Yeah. Because we all have you're not even perfect. Yes. So how are you gonna now go into a relationship expecting something that you're not? You know? How are you gonna go into a relationship right. when you have problems <laughs> within yourself and then expect to find someone that's not gonna have any issues? We have to understand that when we're dating, some people are gonna have things that we don't agree with, you can work on in a relationship, but all of these perfect things that people are putting on social media and stuff like that that is not reality that is not real life and we have to really detach from that because it's getting out of control you know what i'm saying like everything is not perfect so i'm gonna stop being poetic i think like the the key thing and even in the wording is slang throughout all modern recent history right Mm -hmm. 70s 60s 50s even 2022 the ability to be real like if you that takes courage like you know how they say real recognize real mm-hmm. and you could go to any state in any country they'd be like that's a real one mm-hmm. but real is more it's more um what's that well, real word? self is what i call it yeah but there's more benefits from being real mm-hmm. oh my god yeah. being fake is such a it's, but it's very common yeah, it's common, but Probably you know draining that's why hell it's too. draining, and that's why most people don't re- always reach the pinnacles that they think. But they don't realize in their life they're at that pinnacle. They don't realize that in their life they have so much more than the people that are faking it. They have so much more to be grateful mm-hmm. for. They have mm-hmm. so many great things going on, and then like the fake people are the ones that are freaking ready to commit suicide. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sorry to be insensitive, but mm-hmm. you know you have a lot 
to be grateful for. It's just that there's so many things that we're looking at that make us feel incomplete or make us mm. feel like we don't have enough. Yeah, when really right. we have everything we need most yeah. of the time. We got we got way more shit than people that in, in third world countries. And we still find the reasons to be depressed and miserable. Bills more than paid, our parents. On, yeah. yeah. Our parents had to grind. This generation don't even want to go to work. We go through one <laughs> pandemic and motherfuckers don't want to work no more. We don't want to slave no more. That's what it is. That's true. That's true. But yes, Lord. To start a but then they make everything. You got to understand too, everything gets harder. So now like if everybody's being successful by opening up an Amazon account, they're going to put more stipulations to make it harder so that right. everybody can't create an Amazon account and become millionaires or whatever. Right. So it's like with everything, there's going to be more issues that are going to like make it difficult and more difficult. But the prob- the point is that I'm trying to make is be grateful for what you got. Yeah. <laughs> and that includes your partner. Yeah. That not not just material things like that truly includes your partner, because I think you said this, Alan, like. The streets ain't what we want. Or maybe you said it. You said somebody said it on the show. Something about like you you, you don't want to go to the streets. You don't want to be dating in the streets. You don't want to be out there in the streets because it ain't great. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know, but that's what, you know, pe- that's what people are telling me. You know, is that the consensus? I mean, you know what it is? It's just like, you know, we really try to tell people in a fun way as much as we can. Don't get caught slipping. Don't get caught out there. Yeah, because everybody's weak now. You know, like, and I always tell the same story. I, I used to be on Wall Street in 2011, was doing a magazine, and I remember seeing, like, these 22, 23-year-olds, they hype, and I used to be like, you know, you, you got to make the right moves. And they're like, you don't want to understand anything. <laughs> I said, of course I don't. And then you fast forward 10 years, 12 years, now they're like 32, 33, 34, and now they're waking up like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, let me figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it might be good, but... But there was something else you said. I'm sorry to go back, but you were talking about the woman that are that is looking at the man that pulls up in the Phantom. But haven't you ever noticed the m- people that are like married and in good relationships are the people that the men that found a woman that wasn't interested in those things, like the woman that was like, you know what, I met my man when I was young, and then we grinded out and we became this together. You know what I'm saying? Well, he could give us something better. That's why. Yeah, but at that time, I'm sure people were pulling up in nicer cars. He he couldn't give it to her, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There are plenty of women out there that will stick with the man no matter what is going on around them. No, but what I'm saying is like it's like a a, a stock, right? Like let's say there's 20 stocks and Mm -hmm. the Phantom is one, right? Mm -hmm. And trust is one, and being able to be compatible is one. Okay, okay. You got a hundred dollars. Some people (laughs) put eighty dollars on that dead on the one. Yeah, crazy. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And all your investment, like you're just a bad investor. You're investing in all these things that's got toxic returns. That should have been the topic. You know, so bad investor. (laughs) Well, we had another show, I think, with that same thing. Right? Yeah, we did. And you're just a bad investor. You invest in toxic things. Mm -hmm. So. Some people don't invest in growth, right? Some people don't invest in um, health. Health. Some people just don't invest in, like, I could read a good book and share it with you and talk about it. Mm. That book could bring us more so knowledge, orgasm, mm-hmm. but it could bring us um, oxytocin releasing or whatever it is. <laughs> right. right. More than anything. But, I mean, I still like The Phantom, though. I mean, <laughs> right. The Phantom is still fire. <laughs> and it all goes back right. to the fancy Every, car. The, the, but, in conclusion, you know everybody so get a Kama Sutra book or I, whatever. So. <laughs> Aaron, as much as I like the Phantom convertible, I think I love 
who's in the Phantom with me more than the mm. Right. You hear that, girl? Yes, yes you be. Yes, you be. You be. You be. Shake that ass, girl. Shake that ass, girl. Shoot You be. So we're, we're about to wrap, but, like, I really kind of want some. I, I, I love your energy. So, like, I really just want to hear, like, some final words from you, like, what we as women can do to help our men to, like, you know, make a safe space for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Trust us. What we need to do to be better people, mm-hmm. what we need to do to grow, even though we're bombarded with bullshit every single day. Like, mm-hmm. just give me, just give us your final words. Um, so I would definitely say that um, understanding ourselves emotionally and spiritually and just, you know, basically diving into your own healing and your own healing journey. I think that if we all begin to really work on ourselves and repair um, our self-love, when, when we start really working on our self-love and, and learning what it is about ourselves where we're not exhibiting the healthiest self-love, um, I think that all of us will be better for each other, you know. And as far as black women, what can we do to make our men feel more comfortable? I think that is, you know, they've been telling us to shut up for so long. And it's like, <laughs> that might be the thing, you know, <laughs> you know, just learning when or, or, or learning, you know, when when to hear him and how he speaks and how he communicates. Because sometimes they're not going to talk to you verbally, but you see his demeanor. And, you know, I don't want to have to read your demeanor, but I understand you, baby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, giving him the time or, or whatever it is he needs. We just need to understand our man more and you know learn learn um to let him speak when he is when he finally does speak allow him to even if he's loud you know mm-hmm. that's that. my final word love it <laughs> so guys thank y'all so much for watching thank you so much to our beautiful guests thank you um we remember guys we love the love and the hate um but (laughs) make sure y'all check us out on all on all formats we're on uh patreon youtube uh tiktok instagram am i missing anything um man just check us out and make sure y'all subscribe to date box it's coming out september 8th make sure y'all look out for new content because we're uploading stuff all the time we're just keeping it hot and fresh for y'all so thank y'all we appreciate it and we'll see you again Air at the table. <laughs> <laughs>